Today, from the International Gospel Hour, Will a man rob God? Should we imitate the love of Christ? Let's think about these questions and the answers just ahead, so stay with us for our study from the International Gospel Hour. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. Well, greetings and hello, everyone. Great to have you once again here at the International Gospel Hour broadcast. We appreciate our Jay Webb and his good work, and you'll hear from Jay throughout our broadcast. He's got a couple of very special publications that are free that you can receive by your email. So you'll hear from Jay momentarily. Today, friends, we present our Are You Reading broadcast. Now, this is where, for some of our newer folks, I'm always honored to present written articles, good, biblically-based written articles from periodicals, recent periodicals, periodicals of days gone by, to help us grow in our knowledge of the Word of God. We're going to consider a couple of those today, but first, speaking of reading, here is a free offer from our friends at the Gospel Gleaner. A great online publication is the Gospel Gleaner. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has presented excellent sound biblical articles for reading and study. It is published quarterly, four times a year. Subscriptions are free. Just go to gospelgleaner.com and sign up for their email version. Be sure to post in the comments blank you heard about it from the International Gospel Hour. Now, friends, will a man rob God? A question involving more than money. Written by Eddie Gopin from the former publication, The Informer. In studying the Old Testament, one should realize that the historical setting of it ends with Nehemiah. Thus, from Genesis through Nehemiah, one can read of the history of God's chosen people, and that, generally speaking, in chronological order, the books of Esther through Malachi fit, chronologically, into the time frame of Genesis through Nehemiah. In our English translations, the book of Malachi is the last book of the Old Testament. In it, the prophet deals with conditions prevalent in the land some 100 years after the return of the Israelites from Babylonian bondage. Among other things, he condemns them for their doubt of God's love for them, their sacrificing of inferior animals, their weariness with worship, their doubt of the Lord as a righteous God, and divorce. Malachi was dealing with a people who had become discouraged, lethargic, and apathetic. They had come to the decision to sit back and await the arrival of the Jewish Messiah, whom, they thought, would once again restore them as a prominent and powerful nation. It was against this background that Malachi made some accusations against them. To each claim made in opposition to them, or each question asked of them, Malachi would make their reply with the phrase, Yet ye say, or, and ye say. Malachi 1, verses 6, 7, chapters 2, verse 14, and so on. In one of these encounters, Malachi asked the question of them, Will a man rob God? Malachi 3, 8. Their reply would have been, Wherein have we robbed thee? To this, Malachi could rightfully reply to them, 
in tithes and offerings. Although the Mosaic system is a thing of the past and we are no longer bound by its commandments, Colossians 2.14, etc., the question posed by Malachi is one which needs to be asked today, and, when considered in its fullest sense, it involves a great deal more than the subject of money. Briefly, let us notice some areas in which such a question needs to be asked. Will a man rob God of his time? Among the many blessings provided by God, each man has been given the same amount of time. How do we use that with what He has blessed us? Are you, dear reader, robbing God of time by using all that you have for self? Will a man rob God of his family? Another tremendous blessing from God is family. The second greatest institution of all is the home. With marriage and the birth of children come great responsibilities. As with everything in our lives, our first and greatest responsibility concerning our families is to God. Matthew 6.33 Fathers and mothers alike are instructed specifically concerning rearing their children. Ephesians 6.4, 1 Timothy 5.14, etc. Are you robbing God by failing your family? Are you robbing God by failing to be the example which they deserve? Will a man rob God by failing to use his talents? Every Christian has abilities which can be used in spreading the kingdom of God. The command to teach the gospel is one binding upon all, Matthew 28, 18-20, Hebrews 5, 12-14. Influence is a precious commodity with each one possesses. Each one possesses influence. You have the ability to reach someone with the truth, which perhaps no one else has. Are you robbing God by failing to use your abilities and opportunities? Will a man rob God by failing to worship Him? Worship is a command of God. As with every command given by God, it is one which has been given for our benefit. Other than those things which God has placed within man's realm, for example, the Great Commission, God has no needs which man can supply. He will continue to be God whether anyone worships Him or not. However, He seeks diligent, receptive hearts to worship Him according to His precepts, John 4, 23 and 24 and Hebrews 10, 25. When we fail to worship Him in the fashion in which He has prescribed, we are, in essence, robbing God. How about you? Are you robbing God of adoration and devotion which He requires of you? Certainly one can rob God by failing to handle his finances correctly, and when one fails to contribute as he should to the Lord's cause, he has robbed God. However, stealing from God can be done in other areas as well. God demands our finest and first. When we fail in any area of our lives to surrender such to Him, we have robbed God. Are you guilty? Friends, what an awesome article. Will a Man Rob God? Written by our friend, Eddie Gilpin. Would you consider with me another article written by a good young brother and friend, Joel Danley, from the publication called Truth? Going back to June 2022, how about imitating Jesus' unconditional love? The world often misuses the word love, though not always with malicious intent. We love our family, but a person might also say they love hamburgers. Common sense helps us see those are different, but what standard do we use when we talk about our love for one another? 
The Bible gives us a perfect pattern of love when we read of Jesus Christ. There is no better example to imitate in our lives. Jesus uses His words to tell us to love. A new commandment I give to you that you love another. John thirteen twenty four. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. John fifteen twelve. In response to a lawyer's question, Jesus answered that the greatest commandment was to love God, but also the second was to love your neighbor, Matthew twenty-two, thirty-four through 40 Maybe the best example Jesus could leave for his followers, though, was not just to use his words, but also his actions, as John writes. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, 1 John three sixteen. The ultimate action he could take would be to offer his body as a sacrifice on the cross. It was not just his death on the cross, though, as he spent much of his time showing love by feeding those who were hungry, healing the sick, and casting out demons. As we consider the idea of his love being unconditional, yes, his death was for everyone, 1 John 2, verse 2. But also his actions showed that he had love for everyone. He did not shy away from certain people, but he interacted with the rich in Luke 18, 18-23, the poor in John eleven five, the sinners, Luke 15, 1 and 2, and the outcasts like a Samaritan, John 4, verses 1-26. through 26. If we truly want to be a follower of Christ, we should strive to imitate His love. That certainly involves our words. We must be careful whether it is social media or our daily face-to-face interactions that we show love to all mankind with the words we use. It is also true that a person can say anything they want, but they must also back those words up with actions that show love. Like Jesus, our actions might require dying. However, it is more likely that we imitate His unconditional love by showing love in all our actions and towards all people. One important final note is this. While His love is unconditional in the sense that it is freely given to us, we must be obedient to His commands to accept that love. How wonderful it is and how thankful we can be for such a perfect example of unconditional love. Again, we appreciate those good words from our friend Joel Danley from the publication titled Truth. Now, speaking of the publication Truth, here's a few words from our J. Webb how you can receive truth. How about another free online publication? Subscribe to Truth, a monthly four-page worldwide publication edited by our friend and brother Roger Campbell. Each issue has four to six articles of excellent writing and biblical study. Please send us an email at info at internationalgospelhour.com and leave us your name, email address, and write Truth in the message blank. Again, please send an email to info at internationalgospelhour.com and leave your name, email address, and write truth in the message blank. Well, friends, how blessed we are to be able to share with you from our friends at the Gospel Gleaner and from our friend and brother Roger Campbell with the publication Truth, how blessed we are respectively to offer those to you absolutely free. Again, they are both online publications, so reach out to them and let them know that you would love to have truth. 
uh, or love to have both publications. Gospel Gleaner, that's gospelgleaner.com. Sign up for their email version. Now, for truth, you would sign up with us at info at internationalgospelhour.com, and we can help you with that as well. Thank you for working with us on that. We hope both publications will be a great addition to you and your study. And we are always indebted that you join us here for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. Thank you always for joining me for our broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or our other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,